pretty clear in his command for us to continue to share the gospel. He wanted us to spread the news of his coming to the entire world and prepare them for his second coming. He wanted us to share his love and his mercy with the world so that they would know that he really and truly was the Messiah and is the Messiah. Most importantly, he wanted us to be a light in the darkness of this world. That light doesn't come from us, but from him and the love that he shared with us. In John chapter 1, in probably the most poetic way possible, John opens up his gospel by announcing Jesus as the light. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him, and apart from him, not one thing was created that has been created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, yet the darkness did not overcome it. There is a man sent from God who is, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was created through him, and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be called children of God to those who believe in his name who were born not of natural descent or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man but of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, This is the one of whom I said, The one coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God the one and only Son, who is himself God and is at the Father's side, he has revealed him. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to read your word and to hear of the coming of your Son. And thank you for the opportunity to be counted among your children because of his grace, because of his mercies and his love that was shown on the cross so many years ago because of his coming and humbling of himself to come and live among us to become flesh like us so that he could show that love and that mercy and that grace to us and because of that we are made yours 
And Lord, I ask that you bless this congregation and bless all those who hear this message. In Jesus' name, amen. You see, Jesus was coming, but someone had to pave the way. And so God sent John the Baptist, Jesus' own cousin, to be the voice in the wilderness. Like it says in verse 23, John tells the Pharisees that he is the fulfillment of the Isaiah 40 prophecy. That he is the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. You see, in ancient times when a king was traveling, heralds and others would go before him and literally make straight roads for him to travel in the most easy way possible. And they would announce the coming of that king so that everyone would know that king is on his way. John was no different. He was out in the wilderness preaching the coming of Jesus. Now he was preaching the first coming. We, as Christians, have been commanded to preach the second coming. To make way for the king. To make a straight path for others to see the king as he comes. We are to be a reflection of of his life so this world knows that Jesus is coming. One of the best comparisons in all of nature I think God has ever given us is the moon. It doesn't shine of its own light, but it reflects the sun into a dark world. That's what we are supposed to be, a reflection of the sun, S-O-N, into this dark world. We're to shine his light through our lives. We are to herald his coming to this lost world and let them know that the king is on his way. The king is coming. And quite often we get made fools and called crazy and poked fun at. But more often than not we get asked a question, what makes Jesus so great? We'll get to that answer in just a minute. But I want you to realize that there's a storm on the coast today. And people are preparing for that storm in every worldly way possible, gathering supplies, covering their windows and doors, evacuating the area, just like they do every single year. But there's another storm on its way. There's a battle brewing. The end is coming. And so many people do not prepare. They don't ready their hearts. They don't gather the bread of life and the water of life that comes from Jesus Christ. And they don't prepare for His coming. Y'all, we were sent to make sure they knew it was on its way. We were meteorologists telling people about this storm, about the storm of the second coming of Jesus Christ, about the battle that will ensue between dark and light, and to let them know that light wins, and if you want to be prepared, you need Jesus. 
You need to accept Jesus into your heart and prepare your life through Him so that you're ready for the storm that's coming. So that you're ready when the Father calls. So that when that time comes in judgment, Jesus say, this one's mine. When the sheep and goats are separated, I want to be accounted among the sheep that Jesus says, this is mine. Well done, my good and faithful servant. The scariest thought in all of mankind should be the thought of hearing the words, get away from me, I never knew you. Because once that judgment is cast, there's no turning back. We have to be ready for that storm. We have to be ready to witness to other people the way that John did in the wilderness. That no matter the cost, no matter the threat, no matter what insults are thrown at us, no matter what crazy questions are asked of us, all we have to do is say we're making straight the way letting people know the King is coming. Make way for the Lord. Philip gives us probably the best answer possible when they say, what do you love so much about this Jesus? What's so special about Jesus? Over in verse 45, it says, Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, so did the prophets. Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathaniel asked. Come and see, Philip answered. When people ask you what's so great about Jesus, come and see. That's, that's the only answer you need is just come and see. Jesus will reveal himself to them just as he revealed himself to this world whether or not they accept him's on them but that didn't stop John from announcing his coming because John knew what his calling was our calling is to announce the coming of Jesus and Jesus will reveal himself to them all we have to say is come and see What good is it to go to church? Well, come and see. Well, all church has is hypocrites in it. Well, come and see. You'll meet Jesus. You'll find Jesus. The rest is up to you. He reveals himself to you by reflecting himself all of his children. He shines his light in this darkened world by reflecting himself off those who stand facing him. See, the light we see from the moon is from the face of the moon that faces toward the sun. We have to face toward Jesus to reflect his light. We have to stand in his presence, not watching the world, but watching him to reflect his light. And when we do that, 
And we say, come and see, they will see. The rest is on them. We've done our part. But we have to face toward Jesus. As his children, as the ones that he has called, we have to face toward him. We have to be the voice in the wilderness, and we have to reflect his life. And we have to share his word, which is to share him. John says he was the word. He was there from the beginning. He'll be there at the end. The Bible calls him the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is all things and in, is in all things. Come and see. Come and see. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for the message that you've given us. And I pray that you open our hearts and our minds and our mouths to the world so that they can see your light, Lord, not our own. We don't shine for ourselves. We shine for you because we reflect you. We show you to the world. We ask that they follow that light and they come to you, Lord, and give us the strength to say to those who would ask, what good is it to come and see? Lord, I ask that you bless each person that hears this message so that they can carry it out to share with others Jesus is coming. And it doesn't matter when or where, but just that he is. And the best time to prepare for that is now. And so we ask that if anybody doesn't know Jesus, that they come and see. That they open their hearts to at least hear his work. And maybe you can soften their hearts so that they can receive it and believe it and accept him as their Lord and Savior also, Lord. And ask this and many other blessings on all those who hear this message. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen.